little Perik Mem Chav Gimel, right? It's, it's, um, up to where it says. Says um, that the loy eight. It's the, the lines that's shown. It's on page half tesem adalv. It says the loy eight. So what did we learn till now? He said that Hashem. He said through through doing a mitzvah, the neshama becomes one with Hashem, just like the guf or the ivarim of the guf are one with the nefesh. Right? We compared the. He said, mitzvahs are called evarim. Why are they called evarim? So he explained here, because just like an aver, a limb, is one with the nefesh, which is why when a person wants to do something, the limb moves right away, etc. So too, a mitzvah, a of a yid, becomes like a gufla nefesh, to the ebeshter, to the ebeshter when he does a mitzvah. Elamai. Sof kosav, the oneness, is, is not a total oneness when you do a mitzvah, because <coughs> why, why do we become one when we do a mitzvah? Because the truth is that uh, the truth is that in Levada there's no other existence besides the Eibushter. Elamai, generally speaking, Eibushter created this world in such a way that, from our perspective, that shouldn't be the reality. But when we do a mitzvah, we're connecting to Hashem's reality, right? And when you do a mitzvah, what is the mitzvah? What is the mitzvah? The mitzvah is not something that's about this world. The mitzvah is what Hashem wants. It's all about Hashem's ratzon. So there's no hestepan in there. But the truth is that even by a mitzvah, there is. The very fact that we're talking about something that the Ebeshta commanded a person to do means there's a recognition for something other than the Ebeshta, so to speak, even in the level of the mitzvah. There is some sort of recognition, not a recognition of something other, as something separate, as something that has its own identity, its own purpose. It's, the recognition of something other here is all about something other that's just going to fulfill Hashem's ratzim. But it's still some sort of recognition of something other. And therefore, the way it results in when a person does a mitzvah is what is he doing? He's fulfilling Hashem's ratzim. It's not that Hashem's Ratzin is in him mamish. He's fulfilling Hashem's Ratzin. He remains somewhat separate. So that's why the example is Gufla Nefesh. The Guf Taka becomes united with the Nefesh. It takes, a, takes on the identity of the Nefesh, but it stays separate from the Nefesh. It's two separate things. There's two things that became one. So they, they're one. They're one. But there's still, there are always two things here that became one. There's some sort of separation. The, by by Torah, Torah is all about just Hashem's Chacham, Hashem's Ratzin. It doesn't, doesn't recognize anything other but Hashem. And therefore, the result of that is that when a Yid learns Torah, Hashem's Ratzin HaChachm is shining within him. It's not about him fulfilling Hashem's Ratzin HaChachm's Chachm. It's him. Actually, Hashem's Ratzin HaChachm's Chachm is there. And therefore, the oneness of the Nefesh Alekis is that it becomes Chad Mamish, right? Yichud Gomer, we said. It becomes actually one, not just Kaguf Nefesh. It's Mamish one, Kipshutay Mamish with the Ebeshtah, when you learn Tayyip. Okay. That's what we said to him. Now, Alex, continues, he says, it's more than this. Again, it's um, lines that's Shumdav. End of the line. Three lines from the end, three words from the end of the line. The even more than this. The yichud of the nefesh, at the time that a person learns Torah, is will be yeses eis v'yeser eis me yichud in sav baruchu ba'im l'misal yain. We have different worlds, spiritual worlds. Those are worlds that are sort of speak separate from Hashem. So that's not a chiddush. That's not what we're talking about here. It says this oylem atzilus. Which it says about Elam Atzilus, Iyu v'chayu echad, Iyu v'gamu echad. Without getting into the specifics, but that means that Hashem is, so to speak, totally one with Elam Atzilus. In other words, at the when we talk about Elam Atzilus, it's like Hashem's midas, his own midas, that become that are totally one with him. So it's, we're saying here that the yichud that the neshama has with the Eibushter 
at the time that a Yid learns Teira is even more than the oneness of Eilam Atzilus with the Eibushin. What does that mean? Or not more one, not more one. Atzilus is totally one with Hashem. But it's, it's, it's a greater oneness. Why is it greater? Because like we're going to explain, the level of Elikus that we unite with at the time that we learn Teira is a greater level of Elikus that shines in Eilam Atzilus. The Ebishta, so to speak, Saf Kosaf, is Mitzan to himself to be able to give room for there to be Hagdaris, definitions. Shem has Chesed, Shem has Gvura. The level of Elikus that we are becoming one with at the time that we learn Torah is the way that Hashem is, transcends all these definitions and is a lot greater than that. And that's what we're going we're gonna to learn now. Explain, we, go, explain. We, we, we had this idea already, this merging of the, the Shema and Hashem before, earlier. You're asking a question. Oh, that's a good question. Very good question. You're saying basically Peter K. In Peter K, we learned about when we learn Torah, you become one, right? Yeah? yeah. And Peter K, what was the reason why you become one when we learned Torah? What did he explain there? Remember the reason? How did he explain it? He said like this. He said, when you learn any Seichel, right? Anything that you learn in Seichel, what you're learning about, the concept, the idea, becomes one with your brain. It clicks into your brain, and right now, your brain has changed. Your brain is a brain that understands that seichel. So in Gashmis, we don't have that. In Gashmis, you, can, you can't have oneness like that. You can take two things, tie them together, but they're totally separate, even at the time they're tied together. They're just very, very, um, you know, they're very close now. Very, like, it's very hard to separate them, but they're really two separate things. In, in, in Ruchnis, and in seichel, you have this concept, you understand something, that understanding became one with you, right? That's what he explained in Perekeh. And so he said, when you learn Torah, you have this tremendous uh, oneness with Hashem Seichel. So you're becoming one with Hashem's Chachmah. Hashem is one with His Chachmah. So you're really becoming one with Hashem. So, this is a couple things here. Ultimately, what he's explaining there, even when, when you understand something, right? And you became one with that understanding. Yeah, it's, it's really like, you're really one with it. Can you say that there, you cannot separate between your actual understanding and the thing that you understand? Is it inseparable totally? Totally? It was this the koyach to understand, there's your brain, and there's the things that you understand, right? The concepts that you understand. They, okay, when you understand something, it clicks in your brain. Is it really not separable totally? At the time now, it became one with you, but you could still, you could still, there's, the koyach to understand transcends the specific things that you understand. Well, it's like the example of two and two is four, no? It does it, we don't separate it, it's always two and two is four. Always two and two is four, but in your brain. I'm talking now not about the, the concept as a concept in the, in the world. I'm asking now in your brain, and the brain that understood that concept. Is the, is the definition of brain two and two is four? The brain is a, the idea to be able to understand. That is the specific things that you understand. Though the fact is that the brain was a brain before that, right? Before you understood it. And if you're going to forget about it, let's say, and, you're not, and you forgot about it, and the whole understanding stopped to click in your brain, your brain is still going to be at, say, the same brain that it was at the beginning. In other words, it's still a brain. In other words, these are always things that you could look at as add-ons to the brain. It becomes one with the brain, but they're like add-ons. They don't become mamish one with the brain. These concepts that you understand. Right? Here, we're explaining the oneness that you have with the Eibishter when you learn Torah for a different reason. Not because it's Seichel. Not because Seichel is something that becomes one with the brain. Here, we're explaining that because Hashem is the only reality, as we've explained in Perek Chafar Chafalev, and the only reason why that's not true in this world, from our perspective, is because Hashem covers over that reality. There's a concept of Hestepanim. So when you learn Torah, there's actually no Hestepanim. The Neshama that's getting involved in learning Torah is right now involved in a, in, a, in a process where there's no 
is, is doing something where there's no hest upon him, right? Is, is having this, this um, experience where there's no hest upon him. So the Nisham actually becomes one with Hashem. It's not like the Yichud of Seichel. It's a lot more than the Yichud of Seichel. We didn't explain the concept. We didn't explain the idea of Hashem's oneness. We didn't explain that the only reason why there's a lack of that is because of, of Hashem. We just explained that, you know, how do you become one with Hashem? Because when you learn Hashem Seichel, Seichel by nature makes you one with the thing that you understand. So the oneness is a limited oneness. It's the oneness that happens by Seichel, right? Yeah? Here, it's a lot deeper. Here, it's the oneness that because there's no Hestapanim, and Hashem is, is the only reality. So the Neshama actually becomes Chadmash. It's a lot deeper. That's why he actually said, use the Lashon over here in the beginning of the Pedic, One of the ways of understanding what he says, is actually saying, true, I explained already in Pedic, hey, you become one with Hashem when you learn Teira. Here, I'm going to explain it more, deeper. Right? Here, it's Betisefes It's a deeper way of understanding that. If you'll notice, there's an Afkimina also. Sorry? It was supposed to be reversed. Uh, oh, no. Yeah. It's actually, if you'll notice, there's, a, there's an afkamina also. According to the Bina Perikeh, this is not this is not the point that I just said to you now, but it just it just comes out that there's an afkamina. According to what it says in Perikeh, when do you become one with Hashem? When you what kind of Torah do you have to learn to become one with Hashem? Let's say you're just reading Tehillim. You're not understanding the words that you're saying. Are you becoming one? Do you have that oneness that it explains in Perikeh? You're experiencing that oneness that you have with the Ebesh that it says in Pedeke? I would have thought, no. yes. Why? He says in Pedeke that it's based on the, the fact the that letter, it's understanding. The letters are, no, but it's based on understanding. It's, the whole oneness there comes in the fact that the Seichel, when you understand something, you become one with what you understood. So you're right. Of course you're doing something very holy at the time that you're learning Hashem's Tate and not understanding it, like when you're reading Tanah. But you, that, that, that level of oneness that this, that's special about Tate, according to the Beat in Pedeke, you won't have that. He stresses there the whole time, but Havana, he keeps on talking there about him. You know, he says, where's uh, it He says, Show the Maven of Massacre, it's in page test, you see? It says, Derek Marshak, Show the Maven of Massacre is Allah of a mission of a Gemara Lashura. You see, you see the Pedic test? Like three lines from the bottom. Mm-hmm. When a person understands Allah or a mission of Lashura, like properly, he keeps on stressing that. Al Buria, fully, right? Yeah? Okay, another example. Um, so unless you completely mamish understand something in the over years, Completely, meaning it has to click in your mind. You have to really get it, right? It doesn't mean, you know, completely, meaning that you understood it the way of a Kivega understood it. That's not what we mean when we say completely. We mean to say, the, the pshat at least, clicked in your mind fully, right? You paid a K? Thinking about it is not a It could be if it was thinking and it came in a way of memory, then maybe you have also somewhat the, the Indian of Pedicate, because that's also kind of united, that it became one. But if you're just reading Tilum, right? And it's going, it's no, going past it. Yeah. Okay, now, Lav Davka, Lav Davka, there's certain Mashmos in there, maybe, that in Yonam of, of memory is also enough. Right? Let me not show this over there, but Yedias, um, he says over here, but Yedias HaToyra. If you're learning a Tesis, yeah. you're struggling for two hours understanding it, but you don't get it at the end. No, because you understood. No, no, because in the process you understood certain things, right? Right. So you understood those certain parts of the process that you understood are part of Taita, right? Maybe you didn't get the maskan of Taisus, and you didn't get the why Taisus says this and doesn't say that, but you at least got certain things in the process, right? And those things are part of Taita. So, so, so that part you have the experience of Pedicate. Whereas over here, you know, he said over the, the whole time he said like he said he says master seichel masik v'toifus. He says. Right? It's the whole time. It's about You have this thing. All about Yediyah, Hasaga, the whole time in Perikei. He never stresses here anything about Yediyah and Hasaga. 
Adarabi, he says over here, look at the Lashon over here. He says, on page Chavchesa uh, Medbez, you see page 56 in the bottom? He says, should, when you when you have, should, well, he says, what, um, he says, the is the and then he says, So in other words, the way he explains why Tanakh is one thing with Abish, he says, He's stressing the fact that it's these specific Oisis. He's implying that as long as you're reading the Oisis of Tanakh, the specialty of Tanakh is that the Oisis themselves are what's holy. Even, and therefore, if you're saying the words, it's, it's already something without understanding it. Implying, so implying that you have this, this, this unity that the Neshama has with the Abish just by reading Tanakh, right? He doesn't stress Dafka understanding. He never says anything here about understanding. He says, Machshava vehiru bedivritera. Look at the Lashon. Not yediyav asag in divritera. Machshava vehiru. Why machshava vehiru? The fact that it's in your brain. The Shem's Chachm is in your brain. That's enough already. The guy what he says here in Perich of So it's a deeper level of unity. And it's more inclusive in the, how you go about learning Teira. Right? Which in theory should be first. <laughs> you have to have learned the Pedica, the Pratim first to get to this. There's a, there's a reason why... This is the most basic, right? Just, just because it's, it's, it's the Abishta's words. The, just because I mean, the Abishta's words is not... That's not what he's saying here. He's saying because it's the Abishta's words. And these words that you don't have the Hestapan that there is usually. So a male, the Neshama that's involved in that experience also becomes one with Hashem. You have to know this whole concept that we explained before about, about the unity of the Abishta and about the Hestapan that the Abishta has, right? Otherwise, it doesn't clear. It doesn't make sense. The beer that he says here. It's, he, he, he starts off the page. The im kol hanal, the im kol aniskaliel. Based on what I just said in these previous few prakim, now I'll understand even deeper than I explained the pederke. The oneness of the neshama with the eibushta when he learns teira more than it says even in pederke. The truth is, there's an advantage in the yichud in pederke also, but that, 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 that's already not enough. Enough. It's already getting a, it's a more uh, deeper level. But but this, that, that's why he does he does have that beer also pederke. But let's let's leave that for now. Now we'll only this page. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, well, we learn over time. Yeah. Okay. So, um, so, so anyway, so going back to now where we were holding here, he says, again, he's saying over here that, that in Eulam Atzilas, Hashem is one with his Svidus over there in Eulam Atzilas, but the oneness that there is over there is with the Madrega, the way that Eivishter allows himself to, to um, be defined by specific things, which shows that it's a, it's a Mitzum Tzadikalav, the way that Eivishter Mitzams himself, contracts himself, so to speak, Allow himself to be, uh, to be defined by 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 very specific definitions. Whereas when a person learns Torah, as we're going to see, he's going to explain that the oneness of Hashem is the same type of oneness in Atzilus, but it's a oneness with even a greater level of Alakus. Right? The Eibush is not defined whatsoever. The Atzmius of the Eibush, so to speak, and therefore it's a uh, greater level than the Yichud that there is in Atzilus. Right? So he says, he says like this. Ma'achar sheratz alien. The line is Baylamus. That's Baylamus. Shratzen alien who begili mamish benefesh. Vilvashel iskim betayra. Hashem's Ratzen, which we're going to see soon. Hashem's Ratzen is, 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 is like Hashem's Atzmius, not, not the way Hashem contracts himself. When we learn Taira, it's the Ratzen that's, that's there. Hashem's Ratzen, Hashem's Chachm, like he's going to say, is, is purely, is, is really felt and really evident and really begali when you learn Taira. Because what is Hashem's Taira? Sheyuhu at Taira Atzmi. What is Taira? Taira is Hashem's Ratzen. When you have. Let's say, for example, you'll say, there's an oilam, oilam atzilus, any oilam really. Why is that oilam in existence? Because Hashem wanted that oilam to be in existence. Fine. Is the oilam Hashem's ratzen, or is it a result? Hashem's ratzen is allowing that oilam to be there, right? It's a result of Hashem's oilam. 
Whereas the Torah is Hashem's Ratzon. Torah is just saying what Hashem's Ratzon is. Right? So Torah is Hashem's actual Ratzon. So in the Olamas, he's going to say, look what he says. Olamas, they get their Chayis from the, something that's being Nimshach from the Torah. The Torah is Hashem's Ratzon, Hashem's Chachma. Right? Torah is all about Hashem's wants, Hashem, what Hashem understands. The Olamas are getting, like it says, zivahara. It says, like, like it says, a ray of the sun. In other words, they're getting an offshoot of Hashem's. Because Hashem allows them to exist, because Hashem wants them to exist, because Hashem understands, they're able to exist. So what, what, what are they, where is their chayis coming from? A ziv, a, a nimshach, a hamshach of Hashem's ratz and Hashem's chach. That's not, that's not what they are, Hashem's ratz and Hashem's chach. Whereas the Torah is Hashem's ratz and Hashem's chach. So when we're learning Torah, we're connecting to something that's much greater than what's felt in even Eilam Atzilus. How far down does this Torah go? Today with, uh, anything that's Anach. part of Tadus Ems. Anything that's part of Tadus Ems. So anything, it says that all the Mechabrim until the Shach and Taz wrote with Ruach HaKadosh. Even later people, they learned Hashem Shemayim and what they're saying was, uh, was, was Ems and there's a true Pshat in Tadus and it's also right? if it's just a, if it's a Someone is looking to be mechadish and to say a nice shir, then that chiddush that he says might not really be part of tayr. But if it's someone that's learning the shema, if someone's looking to be mechadish, the question is if he's if that if that's a true halacha. Right? You know, like it says uh, it says that it, but the chiddush that he's saying that chiddush might not be oizgalim. If he's looking, if he's doing l'shem shemayim, at least together I have him in it. If he's looking for them, you know, there was a meiser of Mr. Meltzer. Someone came to him and told him a uh, pshat in the Rambam or something. He says, ah, beautiful pshat, he says. This is Alma tells him. But I also have a raya for that pshat. I have a, not a raya, sorry. I have a hechrech. A hechrech. It doesn't use the word raya. Hechrech. Hechrech means like a raya usually, but it means like a... It's muchrech, right? It's, I'm forced to say this. So guy's trying to think, what's the hechrech that Mrs. Alma now? So he brings him up a raya from another Rambam or something, or another place, whatever. Good raya for this pshat. Like, so Bazam says, Taka, good, a good raya, what you saying? But I have another hechrech. That's not what I meant. I have a different hechrech. So he tries to rack up his brain. Another hechrech. Basically, every time Bazam told him, I have another hechrech. Bazam said, What's my hechrech? I have to say a shir. <laughs> I have to say a shir in a shir, but not a shiva. But he was obviously, he was joking. I'm not to say that Bazam was learning Shalalash Machas I'm just saying that he, he was, uh, it was, it was joking. But the point is that you have sometimes a, uh, you know, a person is, uh, is saying uh, he wants to be a mechadish. He's looking to be mechadish, so he wants to he wants to be able to mechadish. So meila, this type of chidushim are not necessarily. Uh, like it says in Kutzitz Chaim that there's that there's a lot of people nowadays that are saying chidushim that are real chidushim. What does it mean? It's real chidushim that it wasn't even given the mechshem right? It's like it's yeah. not the. Is he saying it has that to be not necessarily every modern book that you're reading. Is the parts that they're bringing it depends what kind of book. If it's a likot or something. You know, he's just being malachit from other places, so of course it's Taira. If it's a book of Chidush, I mean, in the process, he's bringing a lot of things that are for sure part of Taira. If his maskonis are part of Taira, that's a different question. It depends who's the one who made it and what is uh, what kind of person he is, sir. Shachat is for sure, but any bechlal, any sefer that was naskabal by Kolt Futsus Yisrael, is a sim malamailo, that that's a sefer that's, uh, that's part of Taira. Right? That that's for sure. You have a sefer that's, let's say the Mishnah Brura, right? Let's say Mishnah Brura, right? It's a sefer. The Shabruah is safe for those in the scale by Kotfut Sisra. The Rebbe actually once said in the Fabrengen, well, it's interesting because in Chabad we don't even, we, you know, we call the feed of Pesachim with the Rebbe. But the Rebbe said once in the Fabrengen that the Shabruah is a safe for those in the scale by Kotfut Sisra, right? So that's a safe for, 
without question, you know, the whole Kaiser was recognized as a Yid Tzadik, right? That's a, that's a safe, that's for sure, it's part of Tayyid, no question, even if it's long after the Shachar Das, right? But there's no question that, uh, you know, like that uh, everyone, all the Bnei Deire, all the Gedolim of his Deir had such res- tremendous respect for him. The Mithra Rebbe writes that Halavai, that all the Rabbanim of the generation should be like him. It's a lashon of Metar Bekiv He says his Anova is unbelievable. Right? So, so someone like that, what's the question? That's, that's part of Tayyid. But then, hey, when you come to, to other things, okay, listen, if it's just a stam a random safe, it's not necessarily Skabachot for the Sirah. Listen, if, he's, if you, it helps you to learn, it's good, you should look, right? If he's, and if it's true what he's saying, is that it's part of Tayyid. Not, not, that's all, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Now he says that um, <laughs> Oh, we said okay. says in the passing. He does it with wisdom. He doesn't just uh, you know doesn't just do things. He does it with wisdom. But the, that's obvious, right? <laughs> Anyone thought that Eivishter would do something that's that's. Uh, it's against uh, against logic. It defies logic. It's an arishkeit. I mean, why, why would he do that? So, kol mechalam asis hapichsid. This one of the pshatim is that the chachma is the mocker of the asir. In other words, the the tool that the Ebrish to use, so to speak, to create the worlds is his chachma. But we we don't create from our chachma. Our chachma guides us in what we do. Shem actually creates. We create from our hands. Our, we build something with our hands. With our chamaisa. With the the, the actually his chachma itself is itself a a. a what, what creates the Eilimus. So, if that's the case, then if the creation is happening through the Teira, so the Chachma, which is the Teira itself, is They're All the worlds are just being created by the Teira, but the Teira itself is the Chachma that the worlds are being created by, by the Teira, even Eilim Atzilis. Right? Even though, I just to point out in case anyone is becoming confused, and Eilim Atzilis starts from Adregis HaChachma. You know, it seems to be like, uh, how can we say that? Matzil has only been created by Chachma. Chachma is a part of Atzil. It explains that there's Chachma Tato and Chachma Eli. I don't want to get into this. Kabbalah de Kenyan. We were talking about a greater level of Chachma over here than Eilam Atzil. Chachma, that's, that's Mamash one with Hashem. And therefore, this level of Chachma, that's, that's what the Teda is, is really, um, is, uh, is really, you know, the worlds are only an offshoot of that. So the Teda itself, when you link Teda itself, you're having a lot greater than what's shining even in Eilam Atzil. And he says even more, he says, Vihihi did soyne yisparech. Hanikra save of Kalam. You see, let me let me explain a little bit. There's um there's there's uh, the, in, in Kabbalah and Khsidis, we bring many places that there's something called Saiv Kalam and Amamalak Kalam, right? And sure, what that means is the way Hashem is for himself, like his Atzmi is without him contracting himself and limiting himself, we refer to that as Saiv Kalam because Saiv means like you surround. And obviously Hashem doesn't surround, it's not physical. But it means that from our perspective, He's not felt that level of Hashem's atzmis. He's not felt in this world or in the old upper worlds. Therefore, and from our perspective, he's as if he's soiviv, as if he's surrounding us only, as if he's outside of us. Of course, he's really here and he's full, in his full force. But from our perspective, it's as if it's soiviv. And then there's Eidam which is like a lower level of lakos that's actually felt over here. Even in this world where we don't openly recognize the Abraham, but we still feel chayis, right? We see we're alive, right? We're, we're this this, this temech is, is growing, the shemesh birech is moving. We feel chayis, and that chayis is a malaklam. We might not, we might be silly and not recognize that it's coming from the Ebeshter, but that chayis that is from the Ebeshter is the truth is this from the Ebeshter, and it's felt over here. It's not something which is just soiv v'makif, right? Something which is really so soiv v'klam is the way Hashem is in an unlimited and undefined way, the way He is Himself, and therefore it's soiv it's it's removed from us, so to speak. Ramal is the way the Ebeshter defines Himself in specific, like the chayis let's say That's a specific kind of limited chayis, but that's really felt, right? So it says that Rotson, 
Ratzin is a muscle of Seyv Klam. Ratzin by a human being is the muscle of Seyv Klam. Because, you see, when you have a, um, you have a human being, so you have his uh, different koiches. Let's say you have Chachma, you have Seichel, you have Midas, you have, let's say, let's say you have the koicha Re'i, which goes in the Ayin, you have the koicha Tenua that goes in the Yad. You have different koiches that go into different limbs of the body. And those are very specific koiches that are, that are tailor-made for that specific specific aver for that specific aver and therefore it becomes it's felt in the aver and becomes one with the aver like the hand that's the that's what a hand is about moving about touching the eye is about seeing it's like almost you can't even differentiate anymore between the aver and that specific chayis that, of that specific koyach that's malubish in that aver and that's because that aver, that koyach is a mitzumtzadikuk is a defined koyach that's coming from the nefesh the nefesh itself is not about seeing the nefesh is a nefesh life right seeing is already an offshoot of, of living so seeing is a very defined specific way that the chayis of the nefesh is um, expressed and therefore and it's tailor-made for the eye and therefore it unites with the eye and becomes one with the eye whereas Ratzin wanting Ratzin is not a is not it doesn't have anything to do with any specific aver Ratzin affects all the avarim equally when I want to move my hand I want to move my leg I want to see I want to open my eyes I want to hear I don't want to hear I want to think right Ratzin, Ratzin controls all the kechas and it's in a way of controlling not in a way of becoming uniting with them. Not in the way that you're not, you're not going to say, what is the ayin? The ayin is about ratzen. The ayin is about seeing. Ratzen controls the ayin, controls the evarim. So it remains, so to speak, aloof because it's the nefesh, the way it's not contracting itself and limiting itself to a specific defined koyach, where it's just, whereas it's just the nefesh expressing itself. This is what the nefesh wants. It's just an expression of the nefesh. The ratzen is a dogma, is a marshal for eda seiv of kalam. So when we say that Torah is all about Shem's ratzen, that's because Teda is a save of Klams. Teda is just what Hashem wants. Not, not the way Hashem is limiting himself to give chayis, let's say, to Tzimeach in this world. Or even higher worlds. It's just Hashem's Ritzainis. That's Eda Seyv of Klam. And that's what we're uniting with when we learn Teda. It says, It's like, so to speak, cannot be enclosed and, and really be felt. And the It does give life force to the world. But in a way that it's Bifchinus Makif. That it's as if. Again, it's, not, it's only as if. As if it's befchinas makif, as if it's like removed from us, from our perspective, right? V'hiyam islabeshes benefesh, and despite the fact that, generally speaking, it's always befchinas makif, and it's never felt, and it doesn't become one with the world, so to speak. It remains aloof. When you learn Torah, it actually becomes one with the nefesh v'luvoshel, with the nefesh and its, and its garments of machshavat debiramaisa. Befchinas gili mamish in a revealed way. When we say revealed, I should I should clarify because it's going to otherwise it's going to look like a steal in one second. What we're going to say. Reveal doesn't mean that we feel it necessarily, right? We're very limited people, and we don't feel it as Sevaklam when we learn Teda. Right? If we would feel it, we would probably be bottled when we We would have like the Matan Teda, Parch and Nishmasan, right? We wouldn't, uh, we wouldn't, we would cease to exist. What it means to say that it's Gully is that, generally speaking, Sevaklam is hidden from the world by Hashem's doing. Hashem makes us the Panam. So even though he's there, but he ma- he's creating the Elamis in such a way that from his, that from their perspective, he shouldn't be there. Hashem is doing that. When we learn Torah, from Hashem's perspective, we're totally united. We're like blinded. We don't, we don't really feel it. We don't get it. We don't get what's happening. When Mashiach comes, we'll see that. We'll see that truth that we became one with Hashem Sevaklam when we learned through learning Torah. But the truth is, we're really becoming one. When, generally speaking, Sevaklam is here, but the hiddenness of Sevaklam is not just because we're blind, it's because Hashem is being mastered it, over it. it. When we learn Torah, the actual reality is that we're totally one, even from Hashem's perspective, from, from the. That, that's the true reality. Hashem is saying, your nefesh is really one with me, with Seyv Klam. We're not experiencing it because we're too magushim. We're too, we're too, too uh, coarse to be able to experience something like that. And that's what he continues. And he says that it's, um, 
even though we don't see it, like the Gemara says, it's talking over there, the Gemara is talking about Daniel and his friends, and it says that Daniel experienced this great uh, vision. His friends didn't see the vision, but nevertheless they trembled. So the Gemara asks, if they didn't see it, so why did they tremble? You know, if they saw it, the vision, then there's, there's a reason to tremble. So it says, they, they, they're mazled in a Shamasa. So what that shows you is, that's an example of something that you could totally be oblivious of it, but it's affecting you. I mean, there it really affected them, even Bagash means that they actually tremble. But it's affecting you, it's, it's, really, it's really there, it's a, true, it's a true reality. Same idea, when we learn Torah, it's a true reality to becoming one with Sevaklam, even if we're not Bagash feeling it and experiencing it, right? But it's, 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 it's the ultimate, it's the actual reality, and it's really affecting us, and Hashem is becoming one with Eidah Sevaklam. And he says, He goes on and further, and he says this even more. Is dafka because we're in such a coarse world, we're in such a gashmistic and magushimistic world, and we are so coarse and we're so magushim and chumristic, and, and, and when there's an in of Gilil, of course, we don't experience it, we don't have any, um, you know, we don't, we don't have, we're not really in touch with what's happening. That's why there's able to be this concept of an ashamed becoming one with Eidah Sevav Klam. everything's revealed, let's say, in It's a place of experiencing Elokos. So had Eidah Sevav Klam not be Sevav and Makiv, had it been by even pnimi, by even islapshus, in a way that it's really felt, the whole elamatzilus would would cease to exist. Out of not being able to handle such a great light, the Ebush to the way he is infinite and not defined. Whereas in this world, because everything is so hidden, so anishama could become one with Seva Kalaman, really one, and it's not a problem. It could continue to exist because we're not experiencing. There's an example for this is what we have in Rashi in Chumash. It says that the Asenishul Bilam saw the Malach. And Rashi says that a human being usually cannot see a Malach. And if you'll see a malach, he'll be tired of that, he'll go crazy. But the asin was able to see the malach. It was dafke because the asin is, so, is on a lower level, and if when he sees the malach, he doesn't really, um, he doesn't really uh, get what's happening over here, so it's okay to see a malach and continue to be, to be okay. Whereas a human being, which has more das, had he seen a malach, had he, seen a malach he would really get what's happening, so he would, he would go crazy. So, so the same idea, in a same of Kalamim, Right, with the experience of the course, if Eidasilkam, the way the Ebush is infinite and not defined, if that would be felt, they would have to cease to exist. Whereas in this world, because we, things are not felt and not begilly, so Anishama can become one with Eidasilkam when we learn Taira, and nevertheless we can continue to exist. And when Mashiach comes, there'll be a double thing. In other words, we'll experience it, we'll see what happened when we learn Taira, and we'll continue to exist. Like we'll learn later in Taira Klam as well, how that's possible. But that's, that's the. Uh, that's the, that's the unbelievable thing that happens when we learn Teda, that the oneness of the Neshama is with a greater level of Holocaust, even than the oneness that happens in Eilam HaTzilus. I'll continue next week.